We get to celebrate our King again and again and again. We do that as a lifestyle, but it's just wonderful to have this this morning, this time together, where we celebrate Him and the wonder of His love. Amen. His gift to us. We come to celebrate our Saviour. He's worth celebrating. Do you agree? Won't you turn to someone and say, Jesus is worth celebrating? Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Well, as I speak today, I believe God is going to breathe afresh on each and every one of us. Stir in you the love of God. Stir in you the wonder of Him. Amen. That we go from year to year celebrating Christmas, but I'm believing that God is going to breathe afresh on His Word this morning, on our hearts, on the gift of salvation. Amen. That we be changed. Every time we look into His Word, every time we go into these scriptures, there's another layer, I be, believe, being revealed to us. He shows us even more about him because, as you know, we'll be for eternity discovering the wonders of him. Yeah? So this morning, that's what I'm believing for each and every one of us. You know, an interesting thought this morning I had that the whole world identifies with Christmas. Isn't that amazing? The whole world. Even those people groups that do not believe in him, they, 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 they identify Christmas even though they might not celebrate his birth. But they identify the whole world. You know, the whole timeline, the, the acknowledge BC before Christ. Every nation marks time with before Christ, BC and AD. Every nation, even those that do not acknowledge him as saviour, they, they, they mark time with him. Before Christ and AD before, uh, after Christ, which means ano domini, which is a, um, Latin. And in Latin it means which uh, is the year of the Lord. So AD actually means the year of the Lord. And BC means before Christ. All over the globe. Bless the Lord. That's exciting, isn't it? The whole world marks time as before Christ was born. And then once he was born, now they are now even in 2023, we are in the year of the Lord. We are in the year of the Lord. In other words, every year after Christ is named the year of the Lord. Why don't you turn to someone and say, we're marking the year of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the whole globe recognises that, even though they may not recognise him as saviour. Hallelujah. I want to turn to Luke 4, 19. You see, what I see that is, is the whole world marks the year that we are living in, the moment that we are living in, as the year of the Lord. 
In Luke 4.19, in the Amplified Version, it says, the, the, to proclaim the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and free favours from God profusely abound. And if this indeed is the year of the Lord, then we're living in a time where favour from God profusely abounds. Amen? You heard much of the preaching in the last few weeks have been we've been talking about that the favour of the Lord has come. The time of showing us favour has come. Because saying this is the time that we're living in right now. And I believe Holy Spirit is saying, stop putting it into next year. Amen? But enjoy the moment. Take a hold of the favour of the Lord today. Take a hold of the favour of the Lord at Christmas this day. Amen? With your family, with your friends. Amen? With your loved ones. Believe that the time of showing you favour has come. Hallelujah. That's exciting. Don't wait until next week. You see, the time is now. When God breathes on his word, he's saying the time is now. The day of the Lord has come. Everyone in the globe are living in the day of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Take it for now. I was thinking about it and thinking, we have to start to think from an eternal mindset and stop waiting for tomorrow to rejoice. Stop waiting for something to happen to begin to rejoice because something has actually happened. The Saviour has come. Amen? And we are living in the day of the Lord, the day where free favour from God profusely abounds. God's, people say, when will that happen? You know, when we believe it, when, when we actually take a hold of it by faith. We see in Hebrews 11 verse 1, the Scripture says, Now faith. Someone say, Now faith. I want to take a hold of the favour of God now. I, I want to believe that God is already pouring his favour out upon me now. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things that we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as a real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Hallelujah. You know, every single one of us here, if we're born again this morning, we were given faith to believe the greatest miracle that anybody could ever possibly believe. You know, there's things that God has spoken to us. Think, I don't know. I don't know if I could actually believe that. I don't know if I could believe that the time of showing me favor has actually come. How can I truly believe that with the things that are going on around my life? But, you know, we've been given the capacity to believe that Jesus Christ was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of a virgin. So he placed in, you've heard me say that many times, but he's placed in us the ability, the faith to believe that. And believing that actually secured your eternal salvation. How many of us are falling so short of what he's given us capacity to believe for because our heads get in the way? Glory to God. Romans 15, verse 13 in the Amplified says, May the God of your hope, may the God of your hope this Christmas so fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith 
that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. That's my prayer for you today, that you be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. Amen? That the time of showing you favour has come. The time where free favour from God profusely abounds, that we be seen as a people unto him. Amen? That we begin to live the life that Jesus came to give us, the abundant life. Life until it overflows. Amen? You know, that's why the enemy gets so active around Christmas. I mean, he's active all the time, but very active around Christmas. Why? John 10, 10, the thief cometh but to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus said that I have come. And we're celebrating the coming of Jesus. He said, I've come to give you life. Life in abundance. Life until it overflows. Someone say, I'm having trouble believing that. But you believe that Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of a virgin. Come on. Hallelujah. There's so much more. So much more of his grace and his mercy and his love that he wants us to experience. His enabling grace to love the unlovable. Amen. To forgive what you once thought was unforgivable around your Christmas table this year. To put behind you what you thought you would never be able to put behind you. I'm speaking prophetically now for someone. Well, I'll forgive them, but I'll never forget. God's given you the capacity to forget. Amen? To remember their sins against you no more. He's given you the capacity to have a fresh start. Because he's given you eternal life. Life as God knows it. Life until it overflows. Life in abundance. He came that we would enjoy life. What does that mean? Enter into the joy of living. Hallelujah. 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 Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You know, when we celebrate someone's birthday, we celebrate the gift that they are to us. Brad mentioned Benji. I remember when Benji was born 15 years ago. He was born on Christmas Eve. And um, and he came to Christmas dinner the next day. <laughs> Christmas Day. Amen. Heather walked through the door with him. And I remembered so many people saying, oh, you know, over the years, well, you know, well, it's, that's a hard time to have a birthday. And I remember saying to Benji, and I say it over and over again. You were the best gift that we ever received, aside from Jesus at Christmas. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We're celebrating the gift of Jesus. The world is celebrating him. They're all living in the day of the Lord. Ha <laughs> ha. We need to celebrate him as much as we can and as extravagantly as we can. Because what you celebrate, you partake of. The more we celebrate him, the more we experience him. Yeah? Because he's a gift that keeps on giving. He's a gift that is already given, but he's a gift that keeps on giving. 
He never stops giving. He gave, he gives, and he always will give because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? The mercies of God are new every morning. We see in Luke 2, hallelujah, verse 8. This is at the time of Jesus' birth. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Do you know that you have a shepherd that's looking over you continually, that never sleeps? Amen. (laughs) Just a little reminder there. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. What I want to pull out here is whatever you see that you cannot understand, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. You know, there's many things that we do not understand, particularly in these times that we're living in this season. But what he's saying here, don't be afraid. Fear is one of the most frequently uh, addressed statements in the Bible. Time and time again, the Lord says, do not fear. Amen. And I love that announcement, that statement, do not be afraid. I bring you tidings of great joy. God's saying, live in that even today. You know, no matter what you see, he brings tidings of great joy. Amen. He always brings tidings of great joy. In other words, he always trumps the enemy every time. Amen. When he's pointing out something that is negative, God has always got the positive to trumpet with. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How good is God? Do not be afraid. Amen. You know, when fear comes, deal with your enemy straight up. Even over this Christmas period, we need to be alert. Yeah. We need to be alert. Hallelujah. And to, to Timothy 1.7, Scripture says, For he has not given us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or craven or cringing or fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power. Someone say power. And of love. Someone say love. Bless the Lord. And of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. You know, even if you're hearing a, we- a word of warning, it will always bring with it the sound of victory and joy to strengthen you. Amen? Always. Even that word of warning, it'll come with a sense of victory. It'll come with a sense of joy because he always leads us in triumphant victory. He came to lead us in triumphant victory. Glory to God. Hey, I'm excited about that. Anyone else? Yeah? Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. Luke 2, verse 13. Then suddenly there appeared with the angel an army of troops of heaven, a heavenly knighthood. Praising God, saying, glory to God in the highest. Someone say, glory to God. I hope this word's quickening you. 
you know, this, this word comes to fill you with joy. Amen? Give you a glad heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among men with whom he is well pleased, men of goodwill, of favour. Men of goodwill, of favour. We see that word favour again. The light of God's favour is shining upon your ways. You know, our declaration of favour, this favour that continually is popping up, that declaration of favour will establish the word in your life. It'll establish this word in your life. Even in times of uncertainty, his word remains sure. His word remains sure. Amen. And his word remains sure to your yes. His word remains sure to your yes. It remains sure to your agreement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hey. His goodwill is towards us. On earth, he gives us peace. He is our guarantee of peace. Amen. You know, we can speak to our soul. When our soul begins to take on these, you know, these, these statements that are continually being bombarded over our mind. If you notice that, the enemy bombards our mind to, to steal our peace, to steal our joy. You know, we can actually begin to speak to our soul and say, peace, be still. Amen. Jesus is the saviour of my soul. Turn to someone and say, Jesus is the saviour of my soul. Hallelujah. You see, he's given us peace. It's internal. His peace is on the inside of us. It's part of the fruit of the Spirit. It's a fruit which his presence within accomplishes in us. It's one of his attributes is peace, joy. All his attributes are on the inside of us. And as we begin to go to the inside, what's happening on the inside will become our external experience. You know, when trouble comes, we go to peace. We begin to meditate on peace. And that peace that is within begins to be our external experience. You know, many of our people, our our church, our our, our families, our neighbours, our friends this Christmas need the peace that only a born-again child of God carries a a peace that passes all circumstances amen they need what you have they need what we have and as we reflect and meditate on the peace that's on the inside of us it begins to affect the external It, it, it begins to affect the atmosphere that is around us we need to carry peace into these places when people walk into our house they need to experience a peace that they can't understand amen and and god wants to activate that within us that you know we carry a supernatural peace a peace that isn't subject to the circumstances of the world amen a peace that passes understanding why are you so peaceful hey i have a savior I'm saved. Bless the Lord. I'm saved. I belong to God. And he is well able to care for what he created. And that's me. Bless the Lord. That should put a smile on someone's face. (laughs) Internal peace. 
that changes the atmosphere around us. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5.17 says, Therefore do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. And what is the will of the Lord? Verse 20, At all times and in everything giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always. Amen. Giving thanks to God the Father for sending his Son. Amen. Giving thanks to God the Father for saving us. Hallelujah. That is the will of the Lord, that we continually give thanks. Oh, for who he is and for who we are in him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm going to have to skip along here. Oh. Let's just skip along a little bit. We'll go past it, but the scripture that we all know, I'm sure you've all read, if you haven't, Go back and read it in Luke. But the scripture that pertains to Mary hearing from the angel herself, Mary's response, Mary, had, Mary responded with, wow, like here's this, she's a virgin. She never knew a man and she's hearing from an angel that she was going to conceive and bring forth a child. Amen. She was going to bring forth Christ. And I love the fact that Mary knew, she believed, she, she, she took a hold of it by faith. She just wanted to know how it was going to happen. And the angel said that the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Amen. And you will conceive. The word went forth and the Holy Spirit came and conceived the miracle inside her womb. The word went forth. Faith come into her heart and she said yes with her words, be it unto me according to your word. You know, I love meditating on this word around Christmas or any time really, it's relevant. For when we say yes to the Lord, when we say yes to him, whatever he said, becomes flesh in our life. For the word became flesh, the scripture tells us in John, and dwelt among us. And John said, we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten son, full of grace and full of truth. Why? Because of Mary's yes. Mary said yes to something that was physically impossible. But we know that the scriptures say that all things are possible to him who believes. Amen? Nothing is impossible to him who believes. And when we hear the word of the Lord, when we hear him speak to us, when he speaks to us, when Holy Spirit breathes on the word, when we hear him speak to us, all he's waiting for is a yes so that he can bring to pass things that are exceedingly abundantly above what you could even hope or think of according to the power of your yes to him. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit bring to remembrance the words that Jesus has spoken to you. The words that are waiting there for your yes. 
You know, so many of us do not need another prophetic word. We just need to be reminded of what he has said. Amen? And you know, that's part of the Holy Spirit's role, is to remind you of what Jesus has already spoken into your life. And he wants you to know today that it's all possible. All he needs is your yes. All he needs is your yes to him. I don't know everybody here today. I don't know if you've all been born again. But I know that there's, I'm pretty sure that there's seed that's been planted in